Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the AG Podcast. I'm your host today, the Ash Cohen 09, and joining me on today's episode is Berger. Good evening, Berger. Good evening. Thanks for having me again. No, uh, thanks. Been a few on. times now, so yeah, yeah. good as to always, be on. As always. Uh, and also joining us on today's episode is uh, Jam's replacement, Riverman. Yeah, evening Ash, evening Berger. Um, yeah, when you asked me to come on, Ash, and I realised that Jam wasn't on, I did wonder if Jam has relegated himself to a lesser podcast with the aim of actually being better on it, because he's applied <laughs> for for that. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, it is going to be just us three today. Uh, we were meant to also have Harry, uh, but a late pullout um, meant he wasn't able to come on. So, uh, to run through today's agenda, we're going to start with League One, uh, followed by the Championship. Uh, We're then going to hear from Joe in the F1. Uh, We're then going to have a little look at the Premiership. Uh, We're then going to have a little look at some of the recent transfers and BFAs, and maybe some that have stood out. And then to round off the podcast, we're going to have our podcast predictions. So, let's start then with League One, and I'll just run down the division from top to bottom. Uh, so, uh, it is just worth mentioning um, that there are a few a few games still to be put through that will sort of change the sort of table. Um, so, Raya Jones is top um, based on the games that are to be put through. Um, and then is Gaz, MJG, Diodex, Wizfox, Wince, Tuggy, Hilly, Rhino, Storm, Worm, Harry, Andy Brill and Payne Wales. Uh, Payne Wales um, at the bottom there um, has lost two and has actually also lost uh, the next two games as well. So he is four from four um, with defeats. So uh, Riverman, I'm going to start with you. Um, what I mean, uh, Payne Wales. A few people had him to do well at the start of the season. Uh, it's, it's gone wrong very early on. Yeah, I mean, that is uh, that is a surprise. I mean, uh, until I looked earlier today at the league tables and the results in League One, I wasn't aware of that. And that is certainly one I wouldn't have predicted because Payne is one of those yo-yo players between League One and the Championship. And every time he ends back in League One, he does well. But I th- if I think I'm right in saying he's got Rhino in the next set of fixtures, or if it's not the next set, it's certainly the set after, so he always uh, seems to give Rhino a beating. So I'd imagine he'll start moving away from the bottom soon. Yeah, I mean, you'd think so. I mean, just sort of looking at those results that, you know, Payne, he's lost uh, 6-1 to MJG um, and 4-3 to MJG. And then in his results against Wintz, uh, he's lost 7-0 and uh, 3-2. So he seems to have been beaten one of the, the first games quite heavily. Um, and then pulled himself together in the second, but not just uh, not just enough to take the points. Um, I mean, I, I had him early on. As you say, his next couple of games, I think he's got the ability to take points, so I fully expect him to propel himself back up towards the top, and then we'll start seeing the usual suspects into the bottom. Um, obviously, looking towards the top, Rye Jones. Um, I mean, we obviously we've mentioned that when the time the uh, the podcast. Uh, the, uh, the league is all up to date. Rye Jones will be top. Um, are you surprised, Berger, to see Rye Jones sort of up there? Uh, no. Um, especially when I play against Rye, I think his biggest Achilles heel is his squad management. If he had a good squad... I mean, I think on every FIFA game, I've 
pretty much struggle against him all the time. Um, and he's like one of my bogey players, and I just think he's a decent player, but he just lets himself down with all the losing his players. admin errors, <laughs> admin errors that he's had. I mean, even the start of the season, you couldn't write it, could you? Really? Um, it's just Roy Jones. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the season before, I think he was in the playoffs in the championship, and then he obviously got relegated. So it's just a bit up and down. If he's on form, he could easily run away with that division because um, he's good enough. Just need to keep a stable squad. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, he's going to obviously be on 12 points out of 12. Um, and as you say, you know, I've I've always in the past found Raya really a really good player. I, I mean, it's just, as you say, it comes down to squad management. He's lost players in the past that have done well for him. Um, hopefully he can uh, be a little bit better with that this season. And I mean, I, I'd fully expect him to sort of be up there towards the top. Um, I mean, one that is, I just want to mention really quickly is Gazgrass. Um, I mean, Gaz has played for, well, on the, yeah, on the table, one, two, drawn one and lost one. Um, and just sort of looking at his results, beat Tuggy 4-3 uh, and then lost 6-1 to Tuggy. Um, and then drew with Gaz uh, with Fox and, uh, then beat Wiz Fox. Um, he's a player that in the past has sort of, um, you know, floated around those sort of playoff spots um, or just outside them. Um, could you expect him to do it again this season, River? Gazgrass, do we think he's going to do well? Um, I haven't played Gaz in quite a while, but yeah, I don't see why not. If you looked at what he did last year, he he, improved, he seemed to improve last year, and I think I think on the odd occasion I have played him, he, he has got better. Um, and we we have seen that with League One, where people have been down near the bottom. Sati's a good example of it. Was mired down near the bottom, put in the time, put in the practice, and has got better, and has ended up getting himself promoted. Whether Gaz can get himself promoted or not is another matter. I don't think he is good enough to go up automatically. I think there are better players than him in that division. But um, there's no reason why you can't have the playoffs as a realistic aim. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, obviously, we sort of look at the playoff spots in that division and you look at the usual suspects. Uh, Wince, I'm sure, will be in that playoff spots. Rhino, um, Rhino has sort of toyed around it as well in the past. Payne Wales, I mean, we spoke about Payne Wales. Uh, I mean, let's hope that he picks up some form in his next couple of games and propels himself towards the playoffs. Um, yeah, it is an interesting one because I think Gaz will definitely be in that sort of top six um, looking at the players around him. And then MJG is uh, obviously another interesting one. He's going to be on nine points. Um, he, he took a result against Rhino. Um MJG is another player that, when I've played in the past, that I found him to be decent. Um, again, it's just about finding that form a little bit. Um, I mean, MJG, Berger, yeah. early on. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've actually played him a few head-to-heads, and yeah, I think he's pretty decent. I think, I've, I think Mark's always been pretty good on FIFA. I know certainly on the club side of it he's an excellent player on there um but, but i think he's one of the players have always done well in like the um the handicap tournaments where he's got a goal head start and he's managed to get through the rounds um because he's been able to defend against the better players 
and he's got that advantage. Um, so yeah, he'll be, he'll be one of the favourites. Um, do I think he got some good results against Rhino? Though? I think he got a draw and a loss. Uh, um, it might have been a winner, a loss. Oh, a winner and a loss. Um, sorry, yeah. I was in the party for that, so I can't. I know Rhino was going crazy for one of the games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Rhino. I think won he was out of one. breath after celebrating the goal around the night. Eighty-eight. Or something. Minute, yeah. <laughs> his match comments here. The eighty-eighth minute winner. Yeah, I in think the first he, game. he'll be up there with Roy Jones. But I mean, yeah, you'd say they'd do it, but I don't think. From League One's point of view, there's no outstanding case for anybody, really. Um, I think you've got a lot of play people in that division who have improved. I mean, you've got Nuwince, who's always a solid player. And I think, I mean, when you look at Wiz Fox, I think he's improved a hell of a lot, as well as Gaz. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think it's... It, it, I mean, if anyone could put a run together, they could surprise a few. And some names might not be there because there is a lot of new names in that division in a way because uh, um, there seems to be a lot more of a movement around. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be interesting when the next podcast comes along to see where, um, you know, those sort of names that we've talked about, you know, Payne Wales and uh, Gaz Grass, for example, and Rye Jones, the two of them, where they're, where they're going to be. Right. Let's move on, uh, and we're going to move on to the championship. And again, I'll just run down from top to bottom. So uh, currently in first spot is Bry, followed by Riverman. And then we've got Leaky, Jam, Aaron and Soggy in the playoffs. And then we've got Raz, Sofa, Tunners and Jeff in those uh, dead spot areas. Uh, and then Bertie and Lost Boy are currently in the uh, playoff, the relegation playoff. And then we've got Wardy and Satie in in the bottom two um so river i'm gonna start with you first obviously you've undefeated in your first four games um it's been a good start i mean jeff and lost boy um i know maybe two names that will be sort of towards the bottom i mean you could argue a case for jeff um but eight points out of the first 12 is nothing to grumble at no no happy with that i mean uh, we always say if you can if you can take four points from a set of fixtures you're generally gonna gonna do pretty well um as you say me and jeff um we tend to split games when we play each other in the league and we played each other a lot in well i think all three divisions we've played each other in so we said we seem to be uh pulled together with that so i was more than happy to get four points there um lost boy um he played well against me um i beat him in the first game in a game where he probably should have been out of sight at half time and I somehow stayed in it and beat him, uh, he should have got something out of that. And then um, we drew the second game. So he caused me a few problems. So again, uh, four points from that. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy enough with that start. It's um, You're probably going to say, if you're going to be looking at winning the league going up, you might want more than eight points in those four matches. But I'm more than happy with the eight points. Yeah, I mean, uh, and that's it. I mean, you, it's, it's no defeats as... as... As Berg has always said, um, you know, if you can take at least a win out of uh, the two games, you've done well. Um, obviously, just looking at the sort of two that really stood out, um, or I say really stood out, um, at the start of the season, people had as the favourites maybe to go up from that division, uh, Jam and Aaron. Um, they are, uh, they did win their both their games. Uh, Jam beat Satie uh, in that game that was uh, talked about a little bit on the last podcast. Uh, he won 3-1 and 5-0. And then Aaron beat Wardy 3-2 and 5-2. Um, so I was looking at that division, Berger, do you, do you think it's going to be a sort of 
league of their own between Jam and Aaron and then the rest? Or, or do you think the sort of your Bryce and Rivers and others will be a lot closer than perhaps we all think they will be? Um, quite possibly. Um, I mean, this division has been dominated by four people the last two years. I think you had Joe Buncey, Paul Mark, and two of them have gone up each each time and they've been head and shoulders above everyone else. So the natural progression for Aaron Jam, you probably would say that, but um, I think there'll be better competition for them in the likes of Bry, Phil, I mean, that, uh, Blakey as well. I think he seems a good, and he started well at six points. Um, he could well be with the shout of making it a lot more interesting than it has been, where, the, where there's been two people out of sight, and then you're just looking at second down, essentially, when you know the first two are going to go up. I don't think it's going to be as plain sailing as for Jam and Aaron as Joe and Buncey had last season. But, yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a lot more tough. I mean, you've got Sofa. I think. Um, I think he's improved a lot. Um, so I think there's a lot more contenders. It's going to be a lot more tighter, I think. But you'd probably still just expect Aaron and Jam just to nip it and um, probably just maybe Phil getting that playoff because of the attacking threat he's got. Yeah, I mean, it is an interesting one. And some of the names that are in that dead spot zones at the moment, the two that I sort of want to stand out to is Eamon Raz. Uh, and Tunners, obviously, both of which, um, you know, came up last season. They've both taken points in their first uh, two two sets of games in the, or their first two games, um, which is, you know, Raz took four points and Tunners took a point, but they've picked up points in this division. It is going to be interesting to see sort of where they, uh, you know, where they can push. I mean, especially Raz, um who obviously done really well in League One uh, last last season. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, just sort of looking at that top six as it is now, on Bry River, Leaky Jam, Aaron and Soggy. Um, maybe with the exception of Soggy Cabbages, I would argue you're probably not going to see much movement. Um, obviously, you sort of so far, I think, can make a push. Um, I think Sofa will be uh, especially pushing in that six spot with Soggy, as could... I mean, looking at the bottom, Bertie is always one that I, I really uh, enjoy playing against. And, uh, you know, we always have good games and he comes across as quite a tricky opponent. So it always is a bit of a surprise to me to see Bertie, um, you know, sort of in that bottom half of that division. Um, I mean, Satie, obviously... Um, lost his first two games is at the bottom at the moment um he's playing jeff in his next game um i mean just quickly on satie that was he came up from league one um last uh last season um was quite skeptical on the podcast um about his chances of sort of you know staying in the division um do, do you think satie will be sort of in that mid spot in the sort of you know those dead spots between seventh and tenth, or or do you think it's going to be uh, he is going to be sort of in that bottom four um, river? Um, hard to say. Um, I would think he will probably be in the bottom four. I don't think he's by any stretch of the imagination going to get cast adrift. Uh, but I think when I say when you look at what's around there at the moment, the people in those positions at the moment. Sofa, I think, is going to pull up and get up. I know that obviously that means people have dropped down. 
Uh, Jeff's going to pull away from there a bit. Bertie, as you've mentioned, is is a good player. He will go up the league. It's going to be tough for Sadie to get out of that bottom four. Um, I, I say whether it's automatic relegation or the relegation playoff, I don't know because he has, as I said, improved dramatically from when he joined the site. He's improved season on season upon season upon season. But it's a bit of a difference between the championship and League One. And if you, if I had to give an answer, I would say he will finish in the bottom four somewhere. Uh, would you agree, Berger? Yeah. Um, I mean, having spoken to Say recently as well, he's not very well. So um, let's hope yeah. he gets better as well. Of course. I mean, I've been in the party twice in last week, and he, I think he's got COVID, and he's not dealing any well. So all the best to that. And I've literally Absolutely. just told him. Just get a, have a break because <laughs> you can't be on FIFA every day. No, um, that's it. Um, but yeah, um, but that may play a card in it as well. Where if he's ill, he's probably not going to be on as much. He does he probably play the most FIFA out of any of us, really, in friendlies. And that's probably the, one of the reasons why he's probably improved so much. Yeah. Um, but if he's not constantly playing, he hasn't probably got that bit of him. So, I mean, for safety, I think he's probably target. He's probably to try and get a relegation playoff and then try and win that game um, because it, it, like, like Phil said you've got Sofa who will probably improve Jeff will improve um, so and Bertie so yeah I think the best he could probably hope for is probably relegation playoff but for him I think he'd take that and if he's got a chance to stay in that division for the season after I think he would take that yeah, I mean, it, that's it. And it's going to be interesting. I mean, I had him to do quite well and sort of being... I personally think he's going to be sort of staying up out of that bottom four. I think he, he will just get into those sort of middle spots. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Right, we're going to move on. And we're going to move on to the world of F1. And Joe is going to take it away with this week's segment. So please take it away, Joe. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me back for another F1 roundup. As always, there's been a couple of races since the last time we spoke. And in the last couple of weeks, we've had races in the United States and Mexico on Monday night just gone. We'll take a really quick look at those two races, starting with Division 1. Back in the United States, it was a fantastic win for one of the new guys, Brian, who's in the racing point. He had the fastest lap as well, which is a 136.8. And he beat Bunsy by about 15 seconds. Burger Bowl was in third place, I was in fourth, and Wardy was in fifth. Moving on to Monday night just gone, like I said, in Mexico. Another different winner, we had DX Jaminator, a fantastic drive by Jam, beating Golden Beer by just 1.2 seconds. We had Brian back in third place, Soggy in fourth, Wardy in fifth, and for the first time this season, I think Bunsy was down in 11th place and out of the points after fucking up his qualifying. Looking at Division 2 quickly, it's been pretty much all out. Andy Brill domination, although last week in the United States it was a win for Plunkett. He won the race by a good 30 seconds. Andy was in second place, albeit with a fastest lap of a 138.8. We had Bertie in third place, Riverman in fourth, and Gadsgraff in fifth. Going on to Mexico again on Monday, just gone, it was a clear win for Andy Brill. Fastest time with a 120.7 and he won the race by a clear 34 seconds. Riverman was in second place and Bertie continued his fantastic form and progress with a third place finish. Plunkett was in fourth, we had Eamon Raz in fifth and Harry in sixth place. Just looking back at the tables, 
Bunce's got a pretty commanding lead now and he can't be caught in Division 1. He's on 349 points. Jaminator's on 244. Goldenbeard on 191. Burgerboy 158 and myself on 154. Again, Division 2. Andy Brill's got a dominating lead. He can't be caught anymore. He's on 383 points. Plunkett on 307. With then Darton Riverman on 195. Bertie on 186. And Sean C on 169. We've got two races left of the season, guys. We have got Brazil next week. And then we've got Abu Dhabi in the last race. That'll be the culmination of season two. We'll be taking a little bit of a break after that to um, put some options forward, see what everyone wants to do. And then we'll be moving on to the season three on F1 2020. Thanks, guys. Catch you again. And thank you very much for that, Joe. Um, obviously, just quickly, you know, we all we all race burger Monday night. LB was in. Uh, oh. <laughs> Wait, we, it was. Where, uh, where were well, we? I, I hated that much. I've even forgot about it already. Um, Mexico, Mexico, Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> how, how, how did that go for you? Well, it started very well, but it, it. I mean, I think I qualified third, which was quite a surprise. But I just couldn't. I think I almost did a Harry. I almost just got disqualified with them out. I think I got twenty penalties. Um, which is a lot for me. I just could not get to grips with the track. There's one corner that I just could not do because it tells you to break and I break and I end up going the corner way too soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I think I've done pretty well. I've um, surprised myself, really. I didn't expect to win a race. Yeah. I have done that. Um, but yeah, I mean, when, when you're getting overtaken in a decent car, it is a struggle on, on a track that you just can't get used to. We've got Brazil next week, so that's a better track. I was going to hope I don't take Jam out again. <laughs> yeah. Um, River, did you race this week? I did, yeah. Yeah, uh, how did that go um, for you? I, I was either second or third. I can't remember now. Um, <sighs> really want to run away with it again, as obviously he usually does. Um, I think I was second with Bertie third, or I might have been third with Bertie fourth just behind me. Because I had, it was really close at the end because I had six seconds of penalties. Bertie had none. I think I held him off by about half a second whilst nearly running out of fuel at the end of the race. But I've done pretty well this season because I've had a good car, uh, which has put me quite high up the leaderboard. But I'm miles and miles behind Brilliant Plunkett, who are just too good with the cuts certainly with the cars they're in but of course next season as a result of doing quite well this year i'm going to get penalized and be back in a crap car and be back down in the bottom again and that's why i gets his uh hashtag equal cars wish <laughs> <laughs> brilliant um yeah yeah not too many weeks left of the season uh but on to uh, like i said on to brazil next week right uh, let's move on and we're going to move on to the Premiership uh, so I'm just going to run the Premiership from top to bottom so Brian1867 is currently in number one uh, followed by yourself Berger and then it's Buncey, Mark, uh, Plunkett and then Welser in 4th, 5th and 6th uh, Paulo, Sweaty, Suited, Joe, Sean, Benj, A. Cooper, Jaxi although obviously Jackie's, Jaxi's not played any games yet so we can't really say anything about that uh, and then at the moment unfortunately myself occupies the bottom spot so Berger I I'm going to start with you obviously we played each other first game of the season it wasn't a repeat of last season six points did go your way this time um, first game 
was a bit disappointed not to take anything. I mean, I said in the match, Fred can't be throwing a 2-0 lead in this division, and especially in the 75th minute. Uh, second game just absolutely outclassed me, um, so can't have any complaints. And then you beat Welser 7-3, uh, but then lost to Welser 4-3. What, what happened yep. in that second game? Well, it's been a season of second half for me because in every game I've I've been behind at half time, and apart from the wells that I lost, I think I was ahead at one stage, and I ended up losing that second half. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm okay with the start. I've got nine points. Um, I mean, you've got to play for the full ninety minutes, uh, and I think in the, the certainly in the one game, the one game against Wells that I literally. I don't know, just just got carved through each time. Um, but yeah, I'm happy. Obviously disappointed to drop points this early on against a team that probably not my rival. But then again, I'll, I'll go on to this. It's going to be the hardest season in the Prem, I think. Uh, well, since uh, certainly I've started. Um, I think you're probably going to say Jaxie's the favourite. But um, I've said this a few times uh, around the parties. I... I had to rely on people beating Jaxie for me to have a chance. Um, now, we've got a lot of good players now, which I think will give a lot more people chances to win the league because I can beat Jaxie. I think I've always beat him. I've, I've always got three points against him pretty much every season. But I've, but I've dropped points against teams that are going to be fighting for relegation. That's where... Hi, Berger. Yeah, thanks, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I suppose Ash last season as well, six points at the end of the season, saved your season. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to, I'm going to relish the challenge. I always like that. I like the toughness of, of the league and see where I can finish. Aim is top three. I think I've always finished third or above. So it's going to be very tough this season um, with the additions and with Mark and Paul Lowe doing very well. So. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be one long, hard, tough season. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, a name I just want to quickly mention is Buncey, um, yeah. who's currently in third. Uh, obviously came up with Joe from uh, from the championship. He's played four, one, two, draw, and one, lost one. Uh, I mean, he's played Paul Lowe's and Plunkett. Um, I mean, if Buncey, Buncey has the potential, I think, to sort of, you know, that sort of top four spot those top four spots he has the potential to stay around that area i think i mean just sort of looking at the name below him mark the shark um yeah i mean this division you've just you've, you've hit the nail on the head really you know it's going to be the toughest division in a long 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 time and i said on the previous podcast that if i stay up in this division i it would have been a very very good season uh because there's a few names there that well i say there's a few names that it, there's lots of good players in that division um, that can sort of do well. Um, and, and there isn't jam. Yeah, well, why. yeah. And, <laughs> and, and that's not to mention, obviously, you know, the, your likes of jam and Aaron, obviously, that went down last season. Um, I mean, River, sort of early on, Brian, 1867. I don't know how, how much have you played on of him at all. I mean, he's top of the league. He's done the double over Ben, AJ Cooper, and then took four points off Welser. Um, a couple of people had Brian as a sort of favourite um, to, to win the division uh, or sort of especially push uh, Berger and Jaxie close um, so I, I guess there can't be any surprises then that he's top at the moment uh, I haven't played him since he's 
come back into the setup. Uh, I vaguely remember playing him before in uh, one-to-ones, and he was a good player, but I, I couldn't tell you uh, too much now. But his results speak for themselves. He did, he did well in the Euros as well, so you can obviously tell he's a good player. But as uh, Berger said, and you've alluded to as well, I mean, Christ, that division. I'm just, I've just got the table in front of me now. I mean, if you ask me to put that in some kind of order, I've got no hope. That is a ridiculously good division, a really, really tough division, that. There's going to be some really, really good players down around the relegation playoff. It's um, that That is tough. But uh, I'm, I'm sort of glad I went down last year because I wouldn't have fancied myself picking up many points at all in this. But, hey, hello, Jam, if you're listening. At least I went down on merit and I didn't just uh, tank my way down <laughs> to try and win some games. We should also mention Storm doing that as well from the Championship to League One, I think, at this point. But, um, yeah, that I mean, any you could name five or six players who could potentially win this. And if you ask me who's going to go down, Christ knows. <laughs> that is a tough division. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, sort of burger. If you had to put any early contenders... Um, in sort of in those bottom four spots, who would you put? I mean, before the season, you're probably looking at Welser. I mean, I know beat me, Plunkett, um, and then you're really struggling because I think you've got a lot of players at the same level. Um, you've got Sean, you've got Joe, you've got Buncey, you've got yourself. Um, you got Mark. <laughs> I mean, all these players on merit can have a very good season and come in the top five, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but with, with Plunkett being the relegation playoff and with the league getting so much tougher, um, if he can escape the relegation, that'll be an excellent season for him. And I think for Welser, I think he's not been in the Premier for some time. And if he was to stay up as well, that's the same kind of thing. So, I mean, other than. Welser and Plunky, I'm, I'm I'm struggling to pick, and maybe yourself, Ash. I don't want to. Um... <laughs> no, this. I mean, that's that's fair enough. That's more than a fair statement. Um, I, I mean, I saw. Uh, I think it was. Um, was it Brian who did a, a thread earlier? I, I can't remember who did a, a prediction thread. Had me as bottom. Um, complete oh, I think bottom. it was. I think it was Sweaty Bananas. Oh, Sweaty Bananas. Oh, okay. Um, I I mean, I don't think. I don't think I'll finish straight bottom. I think there's a few players in there that I would be pretty confident I'd finish above. Um, obviously, a few. If, I can, if I can find. Yep. Who who are those few at? Uh, so I, I think I would finish above Plunkett. I think I would finish uh, possibly above Welser. Um, and if I say Joe, I mean, oh, I don't want to say Joe because we're playing tomorrow. And as I as I said, it it, it can't get much worse than uh, losing your first two games, unless of course you lose twice again. So we'll see what happens uh, after the game tomorrow with Joe. I mean, I, I've always had good games with Joe in the past, um, but it, we have to just wait and see um, what happens. Right, let's move on, and we're going to move on to the uh, which is kind of a quick little look at the transfers and BFAs uh, that have recently come about uh, since the season open. Um, so, uh, River, I'm just going to start with you quickly because obviously BFA, you have bought a player in, uh, a goalkeeper. 
uh, Alphonse Areola for 23.7 million. Um, quite a big purchase when you look at the other fees in that sort of BFA recently just gone. Yeah, um, I wasn't planning on doing an awful lot to my team this year, to be honest. But then, like, transfer window opens and BFAs come up and you think, oh, sorry, I'm going to get a player. Um, I just saw him in there. I didn't put him up for uh, the BFA, but I saw him in there and I... Because I was quite happy with my goalkeeper. He was a good you goalkeeper. Livakovic, um, wasn't it? Yeah, Livakovic, yeah. Uh, how do you pronounce it? Um, he, yeah. He's done well for me. but Livakovic? Someone might correct us. Yeah, I, um, I, I just compared the stats of the two of them. And uh, Ariola, who I bought in, has got much better stats. So I thought, you know what? I'm crap at defending. Everyone knows that. Let's try and get hold of... Uh, a goalkeeper with better stats. Better stats doesn't always work, as we know. Uh, they don't necessarily work for you. Um, I've still been conceding goals when I've played, but I will because of the way I play. But he's done pretty well for me so far. He, he's certainly better in the air dealing with uh, crosses and corners than Lovakovic. But um, it, so Lovakovic was a good keeper for me, but I just thought... I'd go for it. I, I did. I did expect someone else to go in for him as well, which is why I went in big. But I got 15 million of that back on Lavakovic, who I sold to Sean, I think it was. So I've effectively paid just under nine million for an upgrade at goalkeeper. So if that was a deal in the league between two players who were in the league uh, in a normal transfer market, you'd say you've upgraded your keeper and pay 8.7 million on top. That's a normal sort of deal that you would do. Um, and I've got a load of money, so why not? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, I, I suppose there is obviously a question mark uh, with, with some people over sort of having a high rated goalkeeper, obviously on an 83 wages. Um, but I suppose if they, you know, if that goalkeeper um, is saving you the points, I mean, I, I think you do, obviously, you do notice a difference uh, between maybe an 82, 83 and a 75, 76 uh, you know, rated goalkeeper. I mean, obviously, I know those sort of shots that you you face, and they're going regardless of whoever's in goal. Um, but I mean, you, you you yeah, if you've got an 83 rated goalkeeper, um, they're going to make you the saves. Um, you know, that pick up the points. Uh, I mean, Berger, any any transfers that have stood out for um, you? Well, I I haven't really looked because since the cuts happened, it kind of killed many more momentum or any transfers I did have planned um, for the sure. coming season. So it's more about, I haven't really looked because I'm not really involved. I had to sell off to, get to, uh, to trim my wage budget because I was up to 27 million, so 17 million. Um, so I have to manage that, obviously, this season. Um, and ever since the court, I've just literally, I've, I've, I've made inquiries, but I just haven't got the players to offer. Um, so I'm not really looked in. I mean, Ben Yed has been banded around the place a bit, and I've tried to get him. Um, I don't know what's the matter with him. I mean, yes, he's a good player, but there must be something wrong with him if he's been to four different teams already or something like that. Um, so, I mean, it's a funny market. I mean, that cut, I think, has cut a lot of transfer deals out. Yeah. I think I had... 150 million or something so I, I, I would have been more active in the BFAs but it's just adding wages on top for players that won't make an ounce of difference in my squad oh. essentially because yeah. I'm quite happy with my squad I would like to make a few changes but the players are not there and if you're willing to sacrifice another 2 or 3 million pounds in wages 
Yeah. They've only got 86 at the moment, and I've got to think of the rest of the season. 14 million. Well, we got Hallam when he's eight alone. <laughs> that's half your uh, half your wages Um, more than half (laughs) more than half yeah that's it brilliant so it's always management with something like that so um, obviously it'd be better to be involved with the transfers but at the moment it's just I mean I think I've inquired about one of your players Ash but it's just one of those yeah there's a lot of players I've inquired about, but it's, there's nothing there to make a deal with it or anything like that because I can't spend Scudo and no. I have to try and trade. So, and that's if you, the other person wants a player. Sure. Yeah, um, you, you make a good point there, Berker, with the cut as well because like I, when I said I wasn't planning on doing an awful lot with my team, I, I was initially because I had like a hundred, a hundred and fifty-nine, hundred and sixty million, something like that. I lost well over a hundred million in the cart and I thought well okay my wage bill is about 10 million over a game 7-8 million over a game at the time so I thought well I'll pick up money from events and so on but that I won't be doing deals won't be getting involved in BFAs but then I won quite a bit on the bookies on the Euros which uh, I think I won about 70 million in total on that so it was like right okay I can do some stuff again and that's why I've got now um, signed a player and can actually get involved but yeah the cut did make a huge difference to a lot of people's plans, I think. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, right, let's move on. Uh, we're going to move on to the podcast predictions. So um, we've uh, we've all got a hopefully well hopefully we've all got a, a prediction uh, per division that we think uh, by the time we record the next podcast uh, will have happened. Uh, um, so we've done this a couple of times before, um, where each division we've made a prediction in who might still be top or who might win their next x amount of games or whatnot so um we're going to start with the premiership and burger i'm going to ask you for your prediction first i'm going to go slightly different um because i I like to do like a under to one shot type thing i'm going to say the next podcast everyone would have at least lost two games Everyone to so out of the next four, yeah, you think so, everyone's going so, to have lost at least well, two? Well, so so, so for including the games that have gone, so everyone would have lost two games. Sort of got oh, okay, points. from this. Okay, fine. Um, interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, River. Uh, for fear of not being invited back on, if Jan decides he's good enough again in the future, um, <laughs> I'm going to go with you, Ash. And um, I had initially just looked at. Uh, fixtures three and four obviously as you said you've got joe to play in round two but i looked at your fixtures in round three you play jakesy and in round four i've lost you know you play mark so i had you being winless after round four i hadn't factored in you haven't played joe where you could well pick up something but hey i'm going to stick with it see if joe can actually do something decent for once and say you'll be winless after four rounds fair enough Fair enough. We'll we'll, we'll see if that's the case. Um, for me, I've gone. Uh, Brian is still to be top. I mean, perhaps I'm playing it a bit, bit safe, given he is still currently there. Um, but I've also gone him to take four points off Burger because they play in match day four. Um, so Brian's still to be top uh, to take four points off Burger. Right, Championship River. Let's start with you. Um. Jaminator and Blakey to still be undefeated. Uh, Jam has got 
Soggy and Tunners, and Blakey has got myself and Satie. And uh, obviously, we we've discussed Jam. I won't give him any more grief now. Uh, I've not played Blakey, <laughs> but if you look at his results in the head-to-heads and what he did in the Euros, I get the impression when, uh, like how you were saying earlier about Jam and Aaron potentially running away with the division, I think Blakey's going to have his results should indicate he is going to have a big hand in this division. And I say I said earlier I struggled twice against Lost Boy. He battered him twice. So I think uh, Jam and Blakey to be undefeated. I'm going to say undefeated rather than 100% because I want to try and nick a point off Blakey if I can. <laughs> this is fair enough. Um, Burger. I'm going to say Jeff and Sofa to be in the promotion places. It's interesting. Um, for me, I've gone Jam. <laughs> Perhaps I'm playing it safe. Um, Jam and Aaron. You shouldn't do that because be... last time you did that, you were absolutely well. I don't think you got one run right. <laughs> no, 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 on. no one was. Um, yeah, no one was going to come to us uh, for numbers. Um, I, I've gone for Jam and Aaron. Will both be on maximum points, um, so they'll have uh, they'll have won every game so far. Uh, League One. Uh, Burger. Um, Gaz to remain top or he, he, in the top two, and um, Wiz Fox to remain in the playoffs. Interesting, River. Um, I'm going to go for Andy Brill to not be bottom of the league. <laughs> oh, that's a bold call. He did just lose his wooden spoon playoff against Dio, by the way, Phil. I don't know whether you want to yeah. change that. Well, he did, but the reason I'm going for it is because in round four, Andy plays Harry. Now, we know Harry's not allowed oh. to do an awful lot at the moment. He wasn't allowed to come on the podcast today. He's not allowed to talk when he's on the F1. So I'm assuming he's probably not allowed to play much FIFA. And I do believe Andy... Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure Harry will correct me if I'm wrong, at least. Uh, but I do believe that Andy beat Harry in the league last year. They play each other in round four. So I'm going to go for really to be ahead of Harry after round four. That's my long shot prediction of the three as well. But I've got faith in you, Brilly. Come on, Brilly. <laughs> Come on, Brilly. Um, for, me, <laughs> uh, for me, I've gone for Gaz Grass will win all of his next four games. Um, obviously, strong start. Um, and I think he will carry that. Um, right, before we wrap up to play's podcast, just a couple of notices. Uh, Call of Duty 2v2, uh, the sign-up has now gone live, so if you were in it last season, um, then obviously get your name in, and if you've not played before, check out the thread, uh, it's always good fun, 2v2. Um, so that's notice number one. Uh, notice number two, uh, on Friday the 20th of August, uh, Absolute Gaming uh, will be going back on clubs uh, obviously a couple of uh, a couple of months ago we were involved in uh, a clubs game uh, with the VFL team was he um, your team burger or you played yeah. in that team didn't you yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's it um, so Friday the 20th uh, again AG is going to be taking on Suity Reclusive's VFL team uh, and it is going to be a charity game uh, with donations going to uh, the charity Mind. Uh, great game to get involved with and also a great cause to also donate to if you're not around, um, you know, to be involved with on the night. Uh, check out the thread uh, in the forum um, for the info on that if you've not already. So, 
Um, River, f- thank you for coming on. Um, as always, it's, it's good to have you on. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Always happy to come on. And can I just say before we go, reiterate what you just said about the um, AGV uh, Wurzburg uh, Clubs game. When we did it before, it, it was a lot of banter on the site with it. Most of it good-natured, I think. Uh, and it was um, it was a really good game and raised an awful lot of money for charity. Uh, I enjoyed, really enjoyed playing in it. I won't actually be able to play in this one because I'm at a wedding reception that night, but I'll still be donating to the cause. And I urge people... Uh, from the site who aren't part of our VFL side to get involved, uh, sign up, donate to the charity. It, it, it is a good fun event. One of the best things that we do on the site, I think. Absolutely. Um, Burger? Yeah, I just want to echo what Phil said. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, raising money for very good charity. Um, and yeah, and thanks for having me on tonight. Uh, yeah, no, always a pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Um, yeah, no, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, as always, it is a pleasure. And, you know, I, I do say this every podcast. Uh, if you've not come on the podcast before, you've not been on in a long time, uh, please do PM either myself or Jam. Jam will be back on the next one. Um, he's just recently got married, so big congratulations to him. Um, yeah, if you're especially League One members, because it's always League One that we struggle with. Um, if you're a League One member or any other member, you've not been on for a long time, even one of the new guys, do PM either myself or Jam, because we'd love to have you on uh, a future podcast. Right, brilliant. Thank you for listening all, and goodbye. Goodbye.